We believe that the potential for people to do something amazing has everything to do with being in the right role, on the right team, at the right time. On the Greenhouse What's Your Why podcast, we're celebrating recruiters, individuals who are dedicated every day to helping others unlock that potential. Join me, Ariana Moon, Director of Talent Acquisition at Greenhouse, as I sit down with talent professionals to discover their motivation, inspiration, and journey through today's world of work. Today, I'm speaking with Felix Lopez. Felix is a talent acquisition recruiter at OneTrust. He's been in the HR and TA world for over 10 years, working with Fortune 100 and 500 companies. We'll explore how bringing your whole self to work can inspire others to do the same, how DE&I in recruiting is more than a nice to have, and how to adapt to change with positivity. Please welcome Felix Lopez. Hi, Felix. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Hi, Ariana. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. I'm looking forward to our conversation. Can you share with our audience where you're located? One thing that you have on your desk that makes you happy and what the last sound you heard was. So I'm currently located in Denver, Colorado, here at our OneTrust office, obviously working remotely as we are navigating the pandemic still. And one thing that I have on my desk that always makes me happy, it's called a good vibes only jar. And I had a really great friend who sent this over for, I guess you can say when you're having a less than ideal day, you pick out a a piece of paper and it gives you an inspirational quote. So this one I just pull out says, if it does not challenge you, it will not change Mm. you. So I think that's food for thought. That is lovely, especially in the context of all the change that we've all been through recently. Absolutely. I think that it's, it resonates not only for us, but I think, you know, as we're seeing all the change going on throughout the world. Um, so it's exciting. And the last sound I heard was the setup of all the process of yes. what we were getting um, set up on my end over here. So it was quite fun. Can you tell us a little bit about your role at OneTrust and what it is that you do there? So um, my primary responsibilities are for recruitment for the professional services team. And to give you a little bit of background context, we were previously conversant and acquired and started off with professional services and we navigated in multiple realms as well as encompass sales. But my primary responsibilities are to recruit for the overall professional services team, but I also assist with other projects that might arise. Tell tell me a little bit about what brought you into the hiring space and would you say it was a straight line or a windy road? I think definitely a windy road for sure for me, um, and one that I have come to truly appreciate. So my experience goes back to when I was 16 years old. My parents had two rules growing up. You either went to school and played sports, or you went to school and you worked just to make sure you stayed out of trouble. So, you know, not to say that I was one that was constantly getting in trouble, but I think Mm -hmm. as a teenager, there are so many different things that you can get into. And so for me, I got a job at our grocery store, Safeway. Mm -hmm. And I just went into it thinking that I was just going to do something for the summer. Um, My official title at 16 years old was courtesy clerk. And my primary responsibilities were to bag groceries, to clean, grab carts. And so I began to really take an interest in liking uh, in that job. And my store manager at the time, Antoinette, she took notice in that. And 
As a result, she really started to cultivate the true capabilities that she saw in me. She invested quite a bit in me. And I remember her pulling me into her office and having a conversation of, I need somebody to oversee our hiring process. And I think that you would be really great at that. Mm. Keep in mind, I'm 16 years old. So that was kind of a whirlwind for me to sit there and say like, okay, I think I could do this. Not really knowing the full context or, or what all that was going to entail. But from that point on, Antoinette really took an opportunity to continue to cultivate me. And obviously, I had to go through all the different trainings to truly understand what all talent acquisition entailed. But also, it was an opportunity for me to begin to realize what my passion was and what I think Mm -hmm. I wanted to do. I think growing up, you have these perspectives of what you're going to do in life and, and you speak to it, not really knowing the entire context. But I had a true opportunity to really dabble in it and get a solid sense of understanding before being able to commit to something without just by just saying it. That led into Antoinette having a conversation with my district manager, Shirley, and they both just instilled so much in me. They saw my potential, my true value, cultivated it. And then ultimately, I oversaw the hiring process for that particular location. And then as I you know, began to grow up and move my way towards university, relocated to a different location, which Antoinette had also relocated to. So it was kind of us reuniting. And it was also an opportunity for me to take on bigger responsibilities in the talent acquisition realm. So Mm -hmm. Shirley had appointed me to be the main point of contact for the entire district. So at the time, I believe there was roughly 28, 29 stores that I assisted with in the hiring process. So if that was questions that they had when it came to the interview process, guiding, you know, those challenging things that would arise when it comes to ADA requirements, making sure that we're asking appropriate questions and things of that nature. But going back all the way to 16 years old is really where I got my true start in talent acquisition. And it's been a winding road since then. You know, once I graduated, I left the talent acquisition realm and went and explored different opportunities, ultimately made my way back to Safeway in the corporate realm to do talent acquisition. So it's been a a lot of going in and coming out to gain experience that's very applicable in the talent acquisition realm that I didn't realize was going to be. Yeah, what a story. It sounds like you had really instrumental mentor kind of figures in Antoinette and Shirley. I'm sure they had a lot of impact on you. You mentioned that they helped kind of cultivate you from a very young age. Are there any particular things that they did in their conversations with you that maybe stood out to you as as you worked alongside them? I think that for me, I learned so much from them and they weren't even in the talent acquisition realm. Um, as a district manager, Shirley was responsible for overseeing operations of so many different stores. Antoinette, being the store director at the time, was responsible for overseeing operations of a location. But the way they saw people is is really what made my passion for talent acquisition. Realizing that first and foremost, your employees are people. And if you can't recognize that at the start, you're not going to have a really great culture. You're not going to have people who are going to want to show up to be passionate about the work that they're doing. And by taking an actual and genuine approach to having conversations with people, that allows for the ability to seek out and retain great talent, but also the fact that if you're willing to take a couple minutes and really get to know somebody, 
it provides an opportunity for you to cultivate that culture that leads to high performance uh, environment and the ability to be able to invest back into individuals to allow them to be their greatest potential and be their greatest self. So I think those are the main things that really resonated with me. And I can remember there was one particular conversation that they both had with me in which we were in Antoinette's office. And I remember Shirley walking in and them really telling me that at my age, it was such a great opportunity. But I couldn't take for granted the fact that I had to truly respect every single person that I came across, regardless of if I believed in their belief system or their values. At the end of the day, we were all human. And I think that's really resonated with me up until this point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I really like that perspective. There are so many different walks of life, but at the end of the day, you know, we have a lot of commonality across all of us. Absolutely. I'm interested to dig a little bit more into some of the things that you said, especially as someone who, you know, you mentioned you worked in TA in various places. You left TA for a certain amount of time. You came back to it. You've kind of been working across different companies. What's the reason behind why you do the work that you do today? And like, what inspires you every morning when you get out of bed? Yeah, I think this is a really great question and a very big question. You know, there's so many things that come to mind for me in in what is my why for what I do. And I think for me, a few key highlights are the ability to advocate for the importance of DEI and what we do, being able to recruit by focusing on capturing exceptional talent, but making sure that we're having an accurate representation of all people. I think that's an an amazing opportunity. The other is being able to inspire others by bringing my whole self to work. I think that's of utmost importance to anything that anybody does in their career or even in their day-to-day life. But especially for me, it's also the ability to adapt to change with positivity. I think Mm. we're constantly seeing things happen so quickly in the world, but especially in the workforce, you know, the great rehiring or great resignation is currently happening. And I think that as we're all kind of standing back and observing it, there's a way to see it with either focusing on all the bad that's associated with it or focusing on the good. And sometimes we have to acknowledge the bad. That's what allows us to be able to see the good. And I think for me, that's the primary reasons of why I do what I do and why I show up to do it every single day and, and I, why I love it. You mentioned DE&I and investing into that in the hiring process. You mentioned you yourself showing up as your whole self to work and then also adapting to change and kind of having a positive mindset around that. I would love to dig a little bit more into each of those three things. So maybe we can start off with the DEI and hiring piece. When you think about you as a TA professional running a hiring process, what are some of the ways that you prioritize diversity and equity and inclusion? I think first and foremost, we need to acknowledge that DEI is is a lot more than than your skin color, than your race. I think we often overlook you know, that individual that has had a very non-traditional approach to their career. Perhaps they went to a commuter college. Perhaps they are a single parent and it's taken them a little bit longer to obtain whatever degree they're seeking. That's DE&I as well. And it, it's, it's a lot more complex. And, and I think that around the whole HR and TA realm specifically, there's a lot to be learned in being able to capture true DE&I. 
But specifically for us here, what I specifically do as well, and, and this is credit to Mandy, our amazing manager for DEI that oversees all our different processes. But we focus 25% of our sourcing opportunities to be on DEI individuals. And that can mean many different things. And as we continue to move forward, you know, it's something that we, we do our best effort in being able to try and find those candidates. I will say we don't have formal DEI initiatives in place by design. And it's more so because we've come to realize, and I'm sure that most people in the TA realm have been in environments where there are so many stringent DEI expectations. And as a result, sometimes it borders unethical practices and unethical behaviors. And for us, it's an opportunity to approach it organically, focusing on talent while encompassing that those diverse elements really provides the opportunity for us to constantly seek great talent, but making sure that we're providing the hiring team with the broadest pool possible. So those are some of the amazing things that we do, not to mention the scorecards and, and how we derive them with every possible thing, focusing on cultural ads versus cultural mm-hmm. fits. Those all play a huge importance into DEI. That's wonderful. Kind of related, but you did mention bringing your whole self to work and leading by example in that way. Can you give us an example of a time that you felt you were able to bring your whole self to work in a way that helped inspire others? I think that as we went through our integration, that was probably one of the the bigger things of that I reflect on of being able to show up with my whole self and and being able to contribute my whole self. And I think if anybody's experienced an integration uh, as part of an acquisition and a merger, I think that there's a lot of unknowns associated with it. It's very similar to starting a new job where you go in and you might not know the group of people that you're now going to be working with. You might not know the way or style of business that's conducted when it comes to TA. Mm-hmm. And for me, I, I reflect on all those moments and the ability to be present and just be able to be that source of maybe inspiration or that person that people can confide in to really be able to navigate those unknowns is, is one example. I think being present and aware is imperative in situations like that. But even on a day-to-day basis, I think about how I start my day and how many times you're working on a certain project and you might have one or two things pop up along the way it's really easy to allow yourself to attempt to do multiple things at a time. Mm-hmm. And I think that as we're navigating different challenges, especially during such challenging times, the ability to be present is undervalued. And I think that, especially in the TA realm, as we're constantly giving ourselves to individuals and having conversations and being very genuine and charismatic with individuals because we're selling the company because we're excited about the work that we do. We're excited about the place that we live. It can often be a lot at the end of the day. And I think that in that regard, for me, it's always important for me to make sure that I'm allowing that time if, you know, one of my colleagues needs just a brief moment. That's what makes what I do and what we do in the TA realm so amazing. And and I think that's where the constant level of passion stems from. You're making me think about something that I've learned from myself as a recruiter. Initially, I used to pack my schedule with back-to-back interviews, try to get through as many as possible. But the more I've progressed in my career, the more I've realized 
having a moment, maybe a 10 to 15 minute break to really reflect on that conversation and think about what you were able to give to that conversation, what you were able to take away out of that conversation and be present in what you learned through that interaction. That's something that's become more important to me. And I kind of fits within that theme of yours of being present because you know, we're all on our screens right now. And there's a million distractions, especially when you have, yeah. you know, a lot of applications running at the same time. But I really like what you said there. Absolutely. Time for a quick break. Want to learn how to land top software engineering candidates faster than the competition? Tune in to Code Signal's recent webinar, How to Secure Top Technical Talent at Scale where CodeSignal CEO and co-founder Tigran Sloan talks with Tony Castellanos, head of talent at Nextdoor, and Sarah Newman, head of talent at Whisper, about just this. You'll discover how transforming your technical recruiting process can help you scale an engineering team efficiently, all while saving engineering hours and enhancing the candidate experience. CodeSignal is the leading technical interview solution helping the world go beyond resumes to hire high-quality and diverse technical talent. Check out the link in the show notes to experience the webinar and visit CodeSignal.com to find and hire the best technical talent faster. Welcome back. Here's more of my conversation with Felix Lopez from OneTrust. So that takes us to the third part of what you mentioned around what your why is. And it's particularly interesting to me because you were talking about how you have this mindset of positivity in the face of challenge or in the face of change. And we've been through extraordinary change in the past few years. And as TA professionals, we've had to adapt to a lot of the ups and downs of the talent market and the needs of the businesses that we we support. So how do you go about being positive in the face of change, especially when change is tough? And is there maybe a particular story you can share about how you have been able to keep things more optimistic or lighthearted? Gosh, I think for me, one of the things that I always lean back into is that change is the only constant that we have in life. Mm -hmm. And I think the sooner that we're able to really embrace that understanding the slightly easier it becomes. I, I don't know that at any point in time in life changes something that we all look forward to. I think it's it's easy to fall into your day-to-day routine and you get accustomed to it and it's great. And then something happens and it's kind of like, wow, I don't know how to navigate this. And one of the things that I've realized is that having experienced so much change in my life is you come to expect it, you come to anticipate it. And you pay homage to that every moment is fleeting in a way. And when you are showing up every day with that positive mentality and outlook and being able to acknowledge, you know, the hardships that we're all experiencing that that are going on in the world, it allows for you to be prepared for when that next moment comes. To know that, again, it's going to be fleeting and you experience it to the best of your abilities and you maintain that optimistic and positive outlook. I don't know that there's anything specifically or story that I can recall when it comes to change because I have so much change that has happened in my life that in the moment was probably extremely difficult to even contemplate. You know, I think we have those moments of why me? I don't know if I can handle something else. And, and I will fully attest to I've been there and I've navigated circumstances like that. But 
I say that right now because I wouldn't change those experiences because it's allowed me to become the individual that I am today, to understand that my positive outlook can really help an individual that's navigating something that's challenging, that's trying. They might be at the high of their overall change in, in their life. And if I can be a person where my positive mentality is, is rubbing off in that way, that's the role that I want to play, being able to acknowledge that maybe that's just an opportunity for me to say, hey, it gets mm. better. I like that. Well, speaking of change, I know that recently you moved from being at Conversant, became One Trust. What was it like being at a company going through that transition? And did it have any impact when it came to how you were operating as a T professional there? This is the second merger and acquisition that I've been a part of. And I think anytime you experience that and anytime you have that integration period into your, your parent company where you become just a part of the overall team, obviously you're navigating a lot of unknowns. The part of integrating is always a little challenging because it's that ramp up time that you have. It's really trying to understand what your new set of expectations are how the processes work in this current TA realm. And again, I equate it to taking on or starting a new job at a new company. It's an opportunity to just get to know everybody and figure out how you're going to partner with different individuals. That was probably the biggest challenge was really, and I'll say I'm still even learning about the company, really learning about how we're approaching success. You know, we just integrated mid-January of this past year. And there's so much to learn. It's such an amazing environment. It's very fast paced. And I think that with that, those are the things that make it slightly challenging in any integration or starting any new job. I wouldn't say that my role has changed entirely. I'm still recruiting for the professional services team and organization realm of, of the whole structure of the company. But I think for me, again, the biggest change in my role has been adapting to the new positions that I'll be recruiting mm. for and that I currently am recruiting for. Yeah. One thing that I liked uh, in terms of how you phrased something is excitement around all the opportunities to learn because someone else might approach it as, ooh, I'm nervous or I'm fearful because I don't, there's so much I don't know. But I think, you know, you can take that same situation and kind of make it a positive thing and making it, make it about the opportunity to grow and to learn and continue to develop as a professional. So I really appreciated that. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think you kind of bring up a great point of anytime we're experiencing change, we look at it one of two ways where we can see it as the daunting task that it may be, mm. or we embrace those elements of the unknown and we really lean into it and, and have that positive mentality. And and understand it's an opportunity for us to be challenged and to continue to grow. For me, that's fascinating. Yeah. I love any element or opportunity in life that presents to me to be able to do yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I'm curious to get your take on the current state of this, this talent market that we're in, this great rehiring or great resignation or the great rethink, like whatever you want to call it. It's, it's a big, great thing that is happening yeah. um, that many companies and candidates are experiencing right now. What is kind of your take or your experience of what's happening? Oh, gosh, I think this is a constant conversation um, that we see every single day. And I let out a big sigh for multiple reasons, because I think that first and foremost, it's led to the opportunity for companies to focus on areas of opportunity to create better opportunities for their workforce. And I see it from the workforce perspective 
of now advocating for things that they they truly want. And this kind of goes back to the initial question and uh, our initial response that I had given to you of of giving you my story of how I got into TA and my opportunity to experience TA without committing to it. And I think about how as kids we say, you know, when I grow up, I want to be an astronaut or mm-hmm. I want to be a teacher or whatever the case may be. And we say it so lightheartedly because as a child we don't fully understand what all that entails. But sometimes that then leads into what becomes our reality. And we pursue this this level of education that takes us down this narrow path that puts us into this career where there's an expectation of the workforce to conform to what that employer has created for them saying, we'll hire you, but our expectations are conditional because you need to fit into the realm of the culture that we've set up here. And I, I see it as a really great opportunity for employers and the new workforce that's out there looking for better opportunities to come together or, you know, that would be the ideal situation. But to be able to say, this is the environment that we're going to work to create. And we hope that you're a part of it. But along the way, we want this to be a conversation. Mm -hmm. We want to know what's going to make you want to continue to show up and do what you're doing in a very passionate way. Throughout the course of the pandemic, paying homage to the many thousands of people who lost their lives and millions throughout the world. This is one of the things that the pandemic really led into the ability to value the true things in life, you know, quality time with life, that proper work-life balance, being able to actually have time with your family. I think that's where we're seeing the great resignation stem mm-hmm. from is, is no longer am I going to show up to work 80 hours a week and not see my kids or not go to any performances that they might be having. So I think that a lot could be said from multiple realms. And and I think that for me, it's such a great opportunity for us to do better because we can. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose what the pandemic kind of sparked all of us to think about is what is our why when it comes to the greater question of how you want to show up in, in life, not just work. Right. Th- there was also something else that you said that made me think a lot about growth mindset because you know you were talking about how a lot of the times when we're younger we have this very clear idea of I want to be X and X might be like a static concept and then you join a company and they want you to operate in a very particular way but I think one of the things that's happening right now in our world that's quite quite invigorating is that we we are adaptive as a species and we can have a lot of different kinds of jobs you're a great example of that, how you've evolved through, throughout your career across companies, across industries, you know, that concept of being able to flex and adapt and pivot is more natural now right. than maybe it, it was a, as a concept even just 10 years ago. Absolutely. What do you think is a common misconception that you often hear of in the TA space? TA <laughs> being talent acquisition, of course. That's, that's a loaded question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that all we do is hire. <laughs> That's all we do. And and gosh, I think if this is kind of like my elevator pitch to people who are contemplating on getting into the TA realm, here's where it's at. There's so much more to TA than just hiring. There's the focus on DE&I, DE&I initiatives, candidate experience, company culture. And I always equate TA to this. Talent acquisition is the gatekeeper of the company. We have to be mindful of the individuals that we're inviting into our space, you know, especially when we prioritize company culture. 
being able to ensure that we're we're constantly having cultural ads versus cultural fits, but individuals that are going to be as passionate as we are about the things that we've created and are going to continue to create. But it's such a complex and vast area that, to have a career. And I think if we can move away from this ideology of all we do is hire, mm-hmm. people would really understand, you know, why I'm so passionate about what I, what I do, why you're so passionate about what you do. I'll digress because I, I can get very excited and continue to go on. <laughs> I think that segues actually quite nicely into the final question I have for you today, which is, if there was one thing that you wanted our audience to take away about why you think it's exciting to be in the TA space today, what is that one thing you would leave us with? Gosh, I think that I think about how TA plays such an important role in that it's an opportunity for us to really showcase and highlight the importance of TA. And I think that it's exciting to be in, in the TA space currently because of that. It's our ability to, to advocate even within our organizations of we're doing a great job, but we can do better and let's mm-hmm. do better. Being able to really invite exceptional talent that's leaving other organizations because they know they deserve better is again, that opportunity for anybody or, or the excitement in TA currently to say, let's take a look at why people are leaving those environments. And how do we use that as an example of what we don't want to be, but also understand that it's an opportunity for us to improve. If that could be a main takeaway right now, it's such a unique time to even join TA because there's so many great things to work on, so many challenges that help you grow and develop, but also create amazing things that resonate throughout an entire organization. For sure. And if I may, I think the thing that I layer on there is Another reason there's no better time than now is because there's such a tension around hiring. Yes. Um, kind of like a spotlight on the work that we do as TA professionals and how we can up-level that and how it can be more connected to the overall operations of the business. Absolutely. Felix, it was such a pleasure to chat with you to hear your story today. Thank you so much for coming on our podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Arana. I really enjoyed our conversation. This was so much fun. Thank you so much, Felix. And thank you to all of our listeners. Please take time to rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. Find out how to hire for what's next by visiting us at greenhouse.io. Special thanks to our production partner, Wonder Media Network. Our producers are Brittany Martinez and Alana Herlins. And our production assistant is Sarah Schleed. Our greenhouse producer is Marnie Williams. Until next time.